0: Patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more.
1: Welcome to
0: Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now here's Heather and Jeff. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here with Heather Shoemaker. Heather, we're talking about, about skills in the pandemic times. Is that what we're talking about this episode?
1: Well, you know, this pandemic is just always in our thoughts and limiting our movements or whatever it's doing. Um, and I find that everything that really matters, you know, they have that book, anything you really needed to know, you learned in kindergarten, in kindergarten that time uh-huh. of thought. Anything you really need to have in your skill set is what you need right now during the pandemic, right? All the things that uh, are true all the time, they're true every day, they're common sense, but that's heightened how important they are during the pandemic. And if we focus on these things, then we're in really good stead when we're having to be cloistered with our families, <laughs> including young children, um, and separated from people that we would like to see uh, during this time. So We're gonna I think it helps bring into sharp focus what's really important.
0: Well yeah, instead of and instead of abandoning those things, we need to pay more attention to them and maybe maybe focus refocus on them i I recorded an episode last week of the uh, child care bar and grill podcast with lisa murphy where we talked about the fact that developmentally appropriate practice is still developmentally appropriate practice in the time of pandemic and and maslow is still maslow none of those things have changed because we're in this current situation and we we can't we can't kind of throw them out because there's a pandemic going on and we need to double down and refocus and pay attention to those things so that's that's kind of related to what we're talking about here huh
1: yeah i mean during the pandemic um we actually in some ways it depends what our job situation is or our non-job situation but uh, many people right now have more time on their hands even if it's the simple thing of not commuting to a job sure so there is some um you know some people are, are because of having to work from home, they actually are feeling like they have less time because you're homeschooling and working your full-time job and all the rest. So it it really depends from person to person. But a lot of people are finding that, hey, I don't have to commute or, oh, I don't have to spend so much time getting dressed up or whatever it is that they do for their job. I don't have to stop at the gas station because I haven't driven the car in about two months, right? So there's a lot of things that are just less Uh, everything's shaved down to the essentials. Mm -hmm. And we realize that, well, going for a walk is really nice, the fresh air. But also within our relationships with people and what's really important. I think once you get rid of all the extra busyness, you look at, oh, what do we really need? And it's the stuff that, as you say, we don't always focus on. Maybe we talk the talk. Oh, yeah, emotions are important or we need to deal with conflict or all those sorts of things. We need to set limits. But when you're in a pandemic type um, stay at home situation, if you're good at those skills, you've got this covered, you're fine. You know, your relationships with your family are smooth. You set limits when you need to, everything's swimming. And for those of us who maybe have a few bumps in the road, well, it's time to brush up on a few key common sense skills that we really need all the time.
0: Like like sharing and taking turns and using your words and those kind of things?
1: Yeah, although I, I don't like the phrase "use your words."
0: <laughs> okay, give me some better examples.
1: Well, when you say usually a, a kid who who gets told "use your words" is at a place where they don't have vocabulary. They don't have any
0: enough. words to use. They
1: are just mad, right? <laughs> and so to tell them "use your words," it's like saying "please translate this into Japanese." They just can't. So you're you want absolutely them to right. Talk but don't say it to them. (laughs) Say something like, wow, you're mad. And then they might say something back and that's actually using their words.
0: That's beautiful. (laughs) That's perfect. Yes. Yes. I totally agree. Um, So what skills besides, I mean, what skills should we be focusing on? What, what do we need to be paying attention to? Do you have a list?
1: Well, I think, I was just thinking of um, my first book, It's Okay Not to Share. It's sort of the foundational book. um, And it has right at the beginning, this whole section on the basics, like play and creative play and and making room for play and setting limits and how to set limits and what kinds of limits to set um, and dealing with conflict. And I think and of course, then we get into dealing with emotions, but if we can do, if we can understand some of these basics and put them into practice and get comfortable using them, then everything in the day gets easier, whether we're pared down to the essentials like right now, or whether we start to get busier and move into other parts of life. but. As, as we have this laser focus on what's happening now, really all we have is the human beings that we're stuck with in the same house and then trying to reach out by screen or by window to other people. And so again, it's about relationships and limits and conflict and time for play. Um, so for play, just to start with that, it is, if we get out of their way, a wonderful breathing opportunity for kids to play right now. Yeah. So my cousins in California, they're getting stuff shipped in because they're not going to the store. So every time a new box arrives, it just gets put on to the growing castle. Um, that, And I'm sure this is happening many places around the country right now, now, now there's do, more boxes in the world.
0: Do, do those shipping boxes have to go into quarantine for a couple of days before they get added to the castle? or?
1: Well, it does depend on the family's level of caution. Um, our boxes usually stay in the garage for a little bit. But once you've got your box in a disinfected uh-huh. state, um, yeah, I, I have a, a checklist of things that I usually say to people, what are some signs that you look for in a play-based environment, whether it's a home or a, um, a preschool classroom or something? And one of the things on my list is always, are there cardboard boxes? Yeah. And I don't mean to store the pencils in, Uh (laughs) I mean boxes to play with, because usually if there's cardboard boxes, that means there's free open creative play going on.
0: Right. And I, I think one thing adults need to remember about giving kids that time for that free open play is it gives them time away from being the Cruise director for the kids for a few minutes, and they can catch their breath because um, that's something a lot of a lot of adults, especially with young children, in this situation, I I see are lacking is that that little bit of alone time that they did get on the commute or the trip to the gas station sometimes, and so it it gives them what they need. Well, well, they're giving the children what they actually need.
1: Right, exactly. Um, I mean, cruise ships are out right now. We don't go on cruises, (laughs) so stop being the cruise director. Exactly, exactly. Um, that's well. That of course gets into limits, which it's not just limiting the child. It's limits setting limits that you need to feel safe or to keep your sanity. So we definitely need limits. I, I know that when I was four, my mother had a limit in the house, which was after lunch. I was all by myself in my room with the door shut, and I thought this was a dumb limit <laughs> because I wanted to do stuff with my mom. But it was essential for her sanity. She knew that both kids would be away in some safe area that she didn't have to think about them and have their little questions come at her for one hour. And um, she did whatever she wanted during that time, and it was then she would be glad to see us at the end. That is realizing that we could do it we might not like it but we could do it and it Mm -hmm. it was meeting her needs so what are the needs in your family is it for five minutes of sanity every once in a while is it for a big hour is it that you're going to go for a walk and yes they're big enough they don't have to sit in the stroller but because you want to go fast (laughs) they have to (laughs) you know what is it that you need and can you set a limit so it's not just limits about setting behavior limits like you can't throw a rock at the lamp that's one type of limit also that's really important but it's limits to help get people's needs met
0: yeah yeah and i mean i part i talk about this in burnout sessions that i do um early learning people it may be all people but early learning people have a have a hard time sometimes identifying their own needs and so just taking the time to to make a list of what you need is is a valuable piece of actually starting to get those needs met.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, what you can brainstorm what makes you feel good when you've had is it a cup of tea with the cat for five minutes, or is it reading your book, or is it shooting baskets? I mean, what is it that helps uh, restabilize you and yeah. gives you a bit of joy? And if you can. Then you can identify them and then carve that out for yourself. I think um, many people, particularly a lot of caregivers, whether they're male or female caregivers, have trouble putting themselves on that list at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're they're kind of wired for other people's needs, and and their needs kind of get put on the back burner if they're allowed in the kitchen at all.
1: So what you need to do, if this sounds like you, <laughs> is to think I will be better for my kids or whoever you're caregiving, if I then fill in the blank. Yeah. So you'll do your job better and everybody will be happier and they'll be with fewer tears and all the rest. If you can identify and carve out a little bit of what you need.
0: Yes. Yeah. So. I mean, self-care self-care is a skill that that a lot of us kind of kind of neglect. So that's a that's a big one.
1: Yeah. So during self, we have a, a fireplace and I found that during the pandemic that having more fires in the fireplace is really good for me. So, yeah, I sit there like a bum and stare at the flames. And
0: I, I had a fire event. going for about 14 hours yesterday and, and, and the dog was just laying there soaking up that heat. And it was it was delightful. It's one of my favorite things in the world. I'm there with yeah. you.
1: And another neat thing is that most children, if there's a fire, will s- stare at it also. And they get mesmerized, too. So you're all sitting there hypnotized and nobody's, you know. So find out what your things are. Maybe it's a bottle of wine. Maybe it's, a, you know, a time out with your dog all by yourself. But it's find out a couple things and, and make sure you, you get that. But it's not all about you, of course. It's set yeah. in general, because you've got a lot of bodies in the house, or at least a lot of us do, who aren't used to being around each other all the time. Right? Yeah. We're used to having our own little spheres. So um, find some together time, find some alone time. Even in, in a, a small living space, you can be times of together and times of apart.
0: So I guess another, another skill that can be worked on is, is maybe those, those people skills, huh?
1: <laughs> those always are elusive, aren't they? <laughs> but most of it comes down to emotions and recognizing that just like normal life, we are having a range of emotions. Some days we'll be frustrated, some days we'll be angry at the situation. Some days like, you know, I was grieving over a friend who died of COVID. So there are days that we feel one way and days that we feel another way. And all of us who are living in the same household will be going through those different times and trying as much as we can to just say, this is what's going on. You know, you're grieving that your, your school play was canceled. Maybe yeah. the school play was canceled two months ago, but today is when you're feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um, so just helping to identify those feelings and finding a safe outlet to have those feelings, whether it's stomping your feet on something that can't get hurt, like another cardboard box. (laughs) Those are always good for stomping on. Or whether it's, have you been outside today? Let's, you know, we're all going to go outside. Or whether it's just, it's time to have a hug. So identifying the feelings, accepting whatever the feeling might be, and not hurrying it along, um, but being there for the feeling. And this is really, if people feel that their feelings are accepted, no matter if it's a difficult feeling or not, then days will get calmer if they feel that they have a a place where they can be themselves.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What else?
1: Well, we can go on and on because all the basics are, you know, the all the things in in the book it's okay not to share are relevant now because they're not the extra things. They're about sharing, they're about conflict, they're about creative play. And that's that's what's happening now. We're not, we're, we don't have so much outside influence. We just have ourselves and other people that we <laughs> happen to be living with. <laughs> so it's
0: a good time to, to, to reread. It's okay not to share is what you're saying.
1: I think so, because <laughs> I think it's... it's I mean, it's when is
0: it not a good time?
1: It's a lifeline to many people. And yeah. you know, especially if you're used to having maybe the grandmother come over and and spot you twice a week Mm -hmm. or take the kids every Saturday. And now they're keeping their distance. Um, You need that other voice telling you, okay, this is all (laughs) you're fine. You know, this is normal behavior. Don't freak out about it. Um, So that's what this book tries to do is be that voice of sanity in your ear to say, your kids are fine.
0: And don't worry.
1: Don't worry if they don't, get all their schoolwork done (laughs) they are seven or they are four or they are nine or they are whatever even if they're 16 it's not the end of the world right now um on the academic side and there's you need that emotional stability first and you need that harmony in the home first Um, and then if you have time and energy for other things then you take the next step but please do not stress about what your preschool, kindergarten, or elementary child is learning or not learning. They are learning so much, and maybe they're learning more than they used to, just different things.
0: <laughs> well, we probably got a whole other episode on that topic um, coming up sometime in the future, huh? Because I think there's a lot, a lot there. Um, anything else on this one before we wrap this one up?
1: You know what to Let's do. Take- Just take a deep breath. It's not always easy, but it is what is most essential. And I think when we go back into a world that is a little more active and has more outside influences, you will then be better prepared to meet that world too if you focus on these basic human skills now.
0: Yeah, because those basic skills, nothing has changed except the lens we're looking at the world through. We're looking at the world through this corona-colored lens, and, and so we may, may think everything is totally different, but when it comes to those basic things, everything is still pretty much the, the way it was, huh? Yeah, yeah.
1: Kids are kids, and we need to accept them as they are.
0: There we go. This has been Renegade Rules. We'll be back soon, like in a week, with another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Boom. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Schumacher. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production.
1: Oh.
0: Hey, we need your support to keep the podcasts flowing. Go to ExplorationsEarlyLearning.com slash support to learn how. One of the big things you can do is shop Amazon with the link we provide. You buy your cat food, you buy your kids' books, you buy whatever it is you buy on Amazon. You pay the regular price. We get a small percentage of it. Everybody wins. A lot of people are doing it. It really supports the shows, and we really appreciate it. Give it a try. Thanks.